shit. What the fuck was that? Sam Dude, Smith. Dude, did you hear that song? Yeah, it's Sam Smith. I'm very familiar with that jam. Dude, I'd never heard that before. That was That's one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. That is a great song. 20- that is a, a fucking fantastic voice. Dude. This is why I love doing this podcast because <laughs> I was I was I ran out of like gay singers and shit, right? It's impossible. Th- that will just. Not I, know, I know. Okay. Well, okay. One thing I realized is from our time, nobody just just nobody. Everybody was fucking everybody, but nobody admitted they were gay. Everybody was just fucking everybody. You know. Sure. So yeah. all right. It's hard to find that like you know this this was like the gay rocker like. <laughs> so a few gay rockers, dude, but there's a lot more openly. Dude, every disco song you could ever think of, none of those guys ever came out as gay. It's pretty Come. shocking. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Anyways, I started thinking like, well, who's like a gay icon now? Sam Smith. Absolutely. So I started, I started looking up songs and I thought we'd make fun of him. Uh, no, no, no. I only make fun of Sam Smith's ridiculous charade at the Grammys where he tried to be a Satanist and um, all that stupid nut job bullshit he he dressed up he looked like an oversized fat kid oh, dr- dressed in a demon costume you know it was just really silly oh no 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 dude that's why like so dude i got like maybe like four songs dude i went like three songs right and i was like yeah this was exactly what i thought right and then i came and then i start i was like i found this one that was 8 years old <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, this has got to be good. And I clicked it. And I was like, what? What the fuck? Dude, listen to this song that he, this is, this is like one of his most recent songs. Are you ready for this? <laughs> yes, I'm, yes, I'm very First ready. of all, first of all, I got to go more than a minute into the video just to get to anything. I Are know, I think I know what song you're going to play. Yes. It's nothing but drag queens? Yes. Mike, this is the... You didn't watch the Grammys, obviously. This is the song he did at the Grammys, man. This is what I ragged about. He was dressed as a devil for this, man. Dude, it's the devil in fucking dudes and drag. I know, dude. The singer that he does the song with. This is pure Satan music. Like, this is demonic stuff. And then he's about to... Dude, he like comes out of this curtain. Yeah, I know. It's uh, listen to the music, dude, and just the lyrics are very. It's pure dude. Satanism. That's what this. It's all about the occult and pushing all that kind of anti-religious okay, nonsense. Let me ask you something. Is it because I'm a? Is it because I'm a bigot, or is this just stupid? And that song that I played during the break that was a beautiful, great song that anybody. Twenty fourteen, Sam Smith. Was a beautiful performer. He has gorgeous voice. Great but voice. He dude. has. I don't. What the fuck? On that same album, he has his most famous song, which was "Stay with Me." It's absolutely just an incredible, you know, tune. And he got a little criticism for it being a slight musical ripoff of a Tom Petty song. And Tom Petty just said, "Let him have it." It's all good. It's a great song. He did, you know. It, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I downloaded. I bought that song. Like that is a fucking dude. This guy had some great music back in the day. So, I would. What happened, is, Mike? This is why I was obsessed with what happened at the Grammys because they trotted out the frightening 
behemoth witch that is now Madonna, and she was just standing there like, are you ready for some controversy? <laughs> you know? And then like, <laughs> are you talking about Saw Madonna? <laughs> yeah. I... That's right, Saw Madonna. <laughs> Jigsaw Madonna, are you ready for the Jigsaw? That's what I was looking for. Ready for the controversy? And like she couldn't move her face from all the plastic surgery. And then Sam Smith, he looked like uh the kid from Problem Child. You ever seen Problem Child yes. where he, he dresses no, no, up no, in that's that why, devil costume? No, that's you, what that's he why, looks like, man. From that video, I'm uh I'm not the only one. I had to like dude, I spent 15 minutes just making sure it was the same Sam Smith. Before I brought this up, I think I cannot believe it's the same fucking guy. Well, this is what this this is positive for our society. We should show the two music videos to our children, right? Uh, when they're getting yes. in, and then be like, "Look, kids, don't do drugs." Yeah, who do you think's happier? Who do you think's gonna turn out better in the future? I who do you think has longevity here? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like Sam Smith, the songs you used to sing. Maybe you wouldn't be at the Grammys, but okay, you got to play the Grammys. Now that's it, man. You're done. You're pigeonholed. No, Your career's I over. think it tanked whatever you tried to pull, and we will have a Sam Smith renaissance. And uh, <laughs> you, you, Ooh, I like you say that again. That's right, renaissance. And just uh, <laughs> what's that? Is he here, Macron? Really? Did we bring the baguettes? Jean Jean Pierre just showed up. Ha ha! Wee wee. Macron. And uh, I believe he'll come back. Um, he'll have a new thing. He'll change his whole image. Just like, and I'm, I've seen He's recently. He's got to come back as straight. That's possible. He'll just do a Bowie. Dude the, the song, dude, the song I played, he's in the video, like, singing about a woman. Like, well, it's, it's, he looks like a regular guy yeah, singing about a regular girl. It's a great song, like. 2014, I think the gay guys were still being straight when it came to pop music. Now, I don't think that's a winner because you turned into JT, Justin Timberlake, right? If you want to be the winner in pop music now, you got to be gay. We just talked about this with Bowie. Bowie just played the trend, right? 70s, he was gay. Mm. 90s, he was straight. If he were still uh, around now, he'd probably be doing the gay thing again. You know, like it's, Sam Smith is just doing the Bowie. Back then, the waves were bigger. The waves were you a little... Know, now, yeah, they, that's right. now they crest a little sooner, so yeah. it's harder to recover. Harder yeah. to ride that wave these days. Well, it's funny. Yeah. You're right. It is a faster wave because it was like three years ago, Sam Smith, just a gay fella. Now, 2023, he's doing the trannies. So it moved really like quickly. drag there. queen, dude. It's like the... <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, like... <laughs> Dude, I'm not the only one video. It was like I was back in my underwear eating fucking Cheerios, nine years old, watching MTV before school. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it was like, old, I was like, this is a great song. Holy shit. I can't wait to download it on Napster. Like, oh my God. You know? That was 10 then, years ago, man. They, they stopped making music a while ago. And then you go to this, his newest song. It's Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Unholy. Yeah, and it's Kim, fucking drag queens. Well, Kim Petrus is a lady fella. And then you know what you know what kills me is <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even I don't care. I'm just saying that's what I'm like that's I'm like done was, with the lady fella. But that's thing, why dude. it was a I'm big not, deal done. in the pop culture world. That's why he was at the Grammys because he oh, was the so devil and this Kim Petrus person, lady fella guy woman was there and they did the whole performance with the 
bearded fellas dressed in drag. And I, I don't know. I remember drag people. They used to shave. Now they go for like the the hippie boulder dude beard. You know, like these are some hairy fellas putting on the makeup. It's pretty bizarre, to be honest. To each his own, and yeah, Sam Smith, he took the dive, he decided to go the Satan route, hanging out with Madonna. But but I'm trying to, my my whole whole problem with Sam Smith is, man, it's not that I'm like a bigot and I don't like it because you went gay or anything. No, I'm I'm just saying, if you just kept with like, maybe, okay, I get it, that song is a little, it's very poppy, and like, you were probably being told what to do and say anything, but you could have taken that. And launched into like a solo career of like your own voice. <laughs> you had a great voice, man. I don't know. I'm saying you could have done so much more than. I'm holding out this hope. Like ele- electronic fucking <laughs> gay. Well, he could do goth. It. Dude, Kanye. Kanye. One of Kanye's previous albums, one of the last three, it was a full on uh, religious gospel album. I'm probably not the best guy to reference, dude. That guy's got mental illness for sure. Yeah, but I'm just... I, I, I think Kanye is probably the most celebrated man with mental problems. <laughs> man, I think all the geniuses have mental problems. The pro- not the- like Kanye, No, dude. the problem I mean, The problem with Kanye... Imagine a world where Kanye... Like Elon Musk, <laughs> has some- Elon Musk has an issue. He's a super genius, but even he knows not to talk about the Jews. Okay, you know? all right, so... I. Hear me and out. I said Jews, oh. not the Jews. Hear- Say whatever you want about OJ. Yeah, he's a free game. <laughs> <laughs> if he did it, folks. Uh, so <laughs> Kanye, this goes back to Twitter and social media. Kanye would be an, an undoubted genius if there were no Twitter. We would just be getting Kanye albums. Oh, dude, he's a George Washington. You're right. Good call. He would be an absolute celebrated pop icon genius if there were no Twitter. No Twitter. Good if call. we didn't have, a, if he didn't have a direct access to the world to tell us what his insane thoughts were. You mean to tell me John Wayne never said anything about the Jews? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? Like, come on, man. There's, think of anyone. With all the contracts, they fucked him. They made him go fucking shoot a film in some nuclear radiated yes. fucking desert. Yes. You don't think he said one anti-Semitic thing? <laughs> or Not anything one. about anything about Indians? Or come on, man. There's, <laughs> Nothing about the Indians. The natives, the Native Americans. Like, come on, man. You know it. You know it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, just picture a world. Where Kanye... Dude, good call. Think about, like, Howard Hughes. If that guy had Twitter when he was fucking, like, up in his room, pissing sure. into bottles. But again, let's just picture Kanye yeah. and eliminate his social media presence. What do we know about Kanye? The guy's a fucking genius. He, he, he's a great businessman. Hold on, though. Hold on, though. Is he? Have you really listened to some of those albums? I'm a huge fan of some of Kanye's earlier Listen, work. Okay, some of them are good, and some of them, they're only considered genius because they're like, yeah, but he got, you know what, but he sold a million copies. It's just like, yeah, because a million of you were dumb enough to go buy no, anything he sells. No, I think Kanye uh, changed the music game, if you will, when it comes to production, and what makes Kanye a genius is not so much his solo stuff, but he's a producer on many of the great Jay-Z albums, and he was behind the scenes 
uh, for a lot of great albums during before he cut his own stuff. His production abilities actually is what led great artists to convince him to go on and do his own thing. I don't know. I stand by my man, Fiddy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't stand with your Chicago boy? Kanye? Nah, I'm going to stay with Fiddy on this one, man. Stay Fiddy, with Fiddy. All right, man. I guess I'm on team Kyrie Irving and Kanye. <laughs> we'll have our day. We'll have our redemption, baby. Bunch of bigots over here. You can find me in St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think that's actually uh, Nelly. Oh, I confused him. I stand with Nelly. <laughs> we got, might have to edit out that whole section. Better watch your back for a while. Oh, man. <laughs> it's not my fault y'all look the same. That might be. Oh, no. That might be worse than Don Cheadle. I'm not sure. I think we crossed, that was worse than Don Cheadle. We crossed the that was worse Don Cheadle Don threshold Cheadle. on that one, man. <laughs> I definitely confused Nelly. No, but Fiddy sent made sense because Fiddy and Kanye had the rap battle where whoever sold the most albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. I think I, I don't think I confused who I stand with. I think I confused with what songs he rapped. Yes, and I don't think that's racist. Yeah. I, I think that's more you're just confusing artists. Yeah. And yeah. hey, props to you. You know both Nelly and Fiddy. Fiddy. Not that many great songs, really. I mean, he he was probably better off getting into the vitamin water game. That was probably his best deal. Uh, (laughs) Second to maybe selling crack before he did albums. (laughs) You're right. Actually, I more like him for the movie. He he probably has the best rap. I'll give him, maybe not best. I'll give him, no, no. I'll give him best and most underrated rapper movie. Really? Not 8 Mile? No, dude, his movie was way better. Most overrated? The one about his, even... the, the most underrated. The one about his life? I don't know. I've never seen any of these rap movies. I didn't even see 8 oh, Mile, dude. I'll be honest. I forgot what the name of it is, but you got to see it. It's such a good movie. It's like The yeah, Game like the little... or dude, uh, the... Game Changer or something like that. That's, that's nothing. I know. I, but... <laughs> I pulled that out. I thought maybe I was close. <laughs> this is something game, like game mind or get rich or die trying. Yes, get rich or die trying. Wait, I don't think that was about his life. I thought that was like an action flick where he's like blowing people away with holding two guns in both hands. Anytime you see a guy with the guns in both hands, that's just a that's a '90s action flick. Yeah, yeah, no, but it was like about his life. That was him. It was his life. It was like a kid born to a, a hooker who had to grow up in like a. The, the, you know, he like got adopted by the uncle or some shit. I don't know. I'm not really. All I know about 50 Cent is he was like part owner of Vitamin Water and he was banging Chelsea Handler for like five years. He dated Chelsea Handler? Yeah. Chelsea Handler. Emma's a fan of Chelsea Handler and tells me how she's still now, like 10 years later, like obsessed with 50 Cent. No way. Yeah, Chelsea Handler and 50 Cent, man. They were a thing for a long time. That's crazy. I didn't think he would do that. Really? Chelsea Handler's way, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. Come on. You know, uh, Chelsea, look at Chelsea I thought he Handler. Was in, I, I, 50 Cent. You'd think he'd be into the sisters. Just, you know? just like Bill Maher primarily dates black women, 
Chelsea Handler primarily. Not only Bill Maher, dude. Bill kids. Murray's tapping that young black pussy. Dude. Is he really? No. He's gonna have a kid, isn't he? How old is he? Oh, dude, all Bill guys, Murray. They said he's hooking up with that one young black. He's gonna kid. have a kid. You yeah. know, all these old actors from the 80s and 70s man they're having kids now in their 80s and oh, 70s yeah. so he's next in okay, line right so, you got al pacino now we got you know robert de niro bring yeah, it dude, on, so deal, on de- deal on the on the richer die trying they say it's about 75 percent accurate <laughs> okay so. all right i'll give it that dude it's a kid who like grows up in a real shitty life then becomes a drug dealer gets shot like 90 times once in the face i mean that's him that's why his jaws all fucked up Fitty? I didn't really yeah. notice his jaw was, uh, you know. You don't know why how he like talks weird. I was like, his, his bottom jaw is always like a little weird. Yeah. I thought he was kind of you know, retarded or you know unschooled. Mm. Unschooled, I like that. Well, we're doing unhoused. You might as well do unschooled. Do unschooled, yeah. You should be uneducated, but no, no, they're educated on the street. Yeah, they are, are actually. These well, are unschooled. Fitty, <laughs> listen, listen, this guy could cut up a kilo into four keys, no problem. No, I'm not saying 50 Cent's a stupid man. I'm just saying he probably didn't go and get an, a formal education. Yeah, he's unschooled. He, the man's clearly educated in business. He rose from whatever he was from and, and sold and marketed himself to the point where Again, yeah. like most people associate his name with vitamin water. That's pretty outrageous. Well, all I got to say, all I got to say is go watch that movie. It's a great movie. All right, I'll check it it'll out. Make real- it'll continue- make you realize how great your life fucking was, you know? Growing oh, up in yeah. Arlington Heights compared to this guy. Well, Arlington Heights, my movie would be Get Rich or Get Fat Trying. <laughs> get Rich or The Bears Move to Naperville. <laughs> yeah, Come on, Bears. Take it to Arlington Heights, baby. Yeah. We're talking inheritance here, people. Inheritance. Come on, man. Like a piece of that juicy pie. <laughs> Dude, uh, speaking of Illinois, man, you oh, want to know yeah. what we're up to around here? I'm very excited to find out about this. So, so one of the things everybody's like so up in arms about here dude our mom even she had she literally said it to me not too long ago we're like that's just her line in the sand the reason she can't the reason she's just so against republicans oh no especially especially ron DeSantis. De sanctimonious De sanctimonious is the book banning how can you ban no way man there's no way right this is like a huge left wing talking point so you want to know what we're doing in illinois oh no i'm i'm really excited for this one oh this is gonna be good yeah gender queer which is probably one of the most uh notable you know books that people are quote banning and um that book has very graphic uh oral sex images Strong reaction tonight from both sides after Governor Pritzker made Illinois the first state in America to essentially ban book bans. Let's get it. We banned the bans! Wow! Wow, man! Yes! We're banning the bans! Frank, I had to play this clip for you because 
like three episodes. I don't even remember what it was, but you talked about that movie you always bring up. Yeah, we're gonna. We're not gonna protest. We're protesting. We're, we're protesting the protest. We're not. Like we protesting protest. so much that yes. we're protesting by. Yeah. No, no, dude. That's it. We're banning the bands. Wow. We're on so far. We're not gonna protest. We <laughs> we're not gonna protest. Yes, man. <laughs> so far. It's a circle, dude. We've gone so far. Yes. This is complete stupidity at the maximum <laughs> level, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> so now JB Pritzker is banning the bands that Governor DeSantis <laughs> is putting into place, dude. We're banning the bands. We're not going to ban. We're protesting the protests. We're not going to ban. Wow. This is a movie. Yes. We're a joke. Yeah, We're this, is, a joke. Uh, this is some sort of bizarro flick where, you know what you could tell? The writer strike is still on. That's how you know. <laughs> is that what? Oh. They're that's just, why Governor Pritzker didn't have any ideas. Yeah, he's just recycling uh, mm. concepts from old, early 90s movies starring, oh, starring David Spade. Good call, you're, you're thinking of PCU, one of my all-time favorites, and yes, the best part about it is the protesting, the liberal protesting had gotten so over the top, and this is like 1992 the movie came out. It, it, it was so extreme that they were going to, they're not going to protest, and that was that was the protest, that they weren't going to protest, and you're right on the money. We've entered that realm, dude. <laughs> dude, we're so stupid. We're banning the bands. The we're banning your bands. Stuff, man. Yeah. I'm glad Pritzker is putting all this energy and time and money and effort oh. into such a ridiculous concept. That's what we need, Frank. It took me an hour and a half to get home today. It's a 14-mile drive, yes. but at least we're working not on the roads and the bridges, but uh, we're, <laughs> we're banning the bands on book. Dude, it's so insane. You know what I'm doing? Mom and Dad, I hope you're listening, because I'm just waiting for whatever's first. Whatever holiday is next. I'm buying them that book, Genderqueer. Oh, yeah. Wow. Really? Because, so that's like, the, the biggest thing right now is, gen, apparently Genderqueer is like, the book. What is this, this book? I Is this the one where they go into like, descriptive uh, scenarios yeah. where there's like, fellatio and all apparently sorts of it's homosexual sex acts? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I don't know. I'm actually, I ordered the book for myself. I'm going to read it. And I can't, and I, I'm going to order one for mom and dad because I want, for no, them, know, You know what this you do is, is like, uh, you leave it in the bathroom at their house when they don't see you go in there, right? And then they go in, use the toilet for a little bit in the morning, and, you know, oh, what's this? <sighs> Some fresh reading. Oh, my God. Somebody needs to ban this. <sighs> <laughs> no, no, dude, but you know what the funniest part about this is? This is, the, this is the most absurd part. The law J.B. Pritzker signed is explicitly against banning books in a state, right? Yeah. So you cannot ban a book in a state curriculum. The problem is what he just signed 
if you were to take that law and put it in Florida, it would have no effect on anything Ron DeSantis did. (laughs) (laughs) Because all he did was put age restrictions on certain books. None of them are banned in the state. Yeah, I know. That's they were never going to really ban anything, but don't tell that to Ron Perlman, right? Don't say Gary say. No, I'm trying to f i am trying I was trying to find a clip, but one of the cre- most ironic things I found is it's actually uh I think it's the number one book banned in Florida right now, I think is like Tom Sawyer or Huck Finn. Wow, and really? It's, and it's in left districts. Wow! What I can it's, it's, it's like an unbelievable assume, stat. I can only so, assume as to why they banned it. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, yeah. and the funniest part is, is like <laughs> those guys are like, "Well, they say the N word, right? We man. can't let our kids read this book." Well, so does right? Jay Z. Like, who cares? No, no, but then Ron DeSantis is like, "No, no, I'm not saying your kid can never read this, but there's there's a dude sucking off another dude, so we're not going to let him read it <laughs> until seventh grade." Wow. <laughs> is it all right? Can we leave it to the middle schoolers to read the gay sex in the school books? Is that okay with everybody? So ridiculous. I think in middle school man. you know you're gay, though. I think middle school is when you know. No, I'm not saying anything's wrong with that, but when I was in school, you didn't go to the school library to find some books on you know being gay. Do you know what I'm saying? A book for that. Well, most of the kids. I didn't need a book to tell me I was straight. Most of these kids are uh, plugged in to the internet and are fully aware of places to access information about how they're feeling. And the internet has been designed now in a way where it's completely tailored to exploiting anybody who may be feeling questionable about their sexuality or sexual orientation. And so. Do we need books in these schools? No. The only reason you're putting them or fighting to get them in the classrooms for the underage kids is because those are the only groups of kids that are actually going into these libraries and perusing the shelves and grabbing things that look interesting. You're talking about kids, man. Do they even know what they're looking at? If there's nudity in it, they're going to grab it and look at it. I don't know, though. I do wonder. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I wouldn't know, but maybe there is like, uh, I don't know. I guess if you are a gay kid and you don't know who to talk to, do you go look for books? I think the point that Ron DeSantis is making with his moves and he's, I maybe believe... He's, uh, maybe he's wrong. I don't know. I'm think, I don't know. I, no, no, I don't I, know who's right and who's wrong. Well, here's what I I'm, like the idea of age restrictions. What I'm saying is I think Ron DeSantis is acting in the name of his voting base and his constituents who have voiced vocally their opinion, not just yes. in Florida, but nationwide, even here in Colorado. Uh, people, parents, oh, have no, serious issues no, with big, this content being available for underage kids. That's just the bottom no, line. It's, it's my biggest argument. Is it, it doesn't matter what you think about what Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida. He won by 20 more points than he did the last time. Yeah. So whatever you think, the people he's representing... He is representing how they want him to represent. Absolutely. Right? Yes, man. You could go ahead and vote for fucking Brandon Johnson in Chicago. You know? Go for it, but you're going to get what you voted for. Keep that in mind. You get what you voted for. And they want DeSantis. (laughs) 
I don't know. And there is, I think there's, I don't know. My biggest, and this is always my problem with a lot, is why do you guys always have to go, like, you're you're going way out of your way to make Ron DeSantis sound extreme right, right? Yeah, man. Ron DeSantis is putting in a bill that's saying, like, okay, this book, we're not going to let kids under seventh grade read it. You know what I mean? If the parents want to do it at home, fine, but we're just, we're not going to let them do it in school. And the left is like, no, we're going to do zero bans, zero <laughs> restrictions, zero, you know what I mean? It's like, why is it an all or nothing game? You know? Well, is the left okay then? I mean, if you want to ban bans, then Republicans should start producing books about how abortion is evil and how but, you should follow oh, I was, Dude, you're psycho. I was literally just thinking, I can't, like... The minute I, was, I heard this, I was like, I cannot wait for the right wing to, to just grab on and start doing Well, they stuff. already did this, actually, and we played a clip of it. We talked about it. It's about, oh, wow, five, maybe six months ago. Uh, the young fella who used to be in Growing Pains. Uh, you remember discussing Growing Pains, starring Alan Thicke. <laughs> Alan Thicke, yeah. But, uh, Robin I, Thicke, right? That's his brother or something? We'll go back to that another day. But yeah, uh, okay. my point being is uh, the guy, can't, Kirk Cameron, who is a star on that show, he produced a children's book. Uh, he wrote a children's book, and he wanted to go around. It's oh, religious-based, right. and he wanted to go around and, and read this book. Yes, this was a publicity stunt on many levels, but it proved a valid point that, you know— all these places he went to to try and read this book to kids, he was denied over and over again at the same locations, libraries and schools that were having drag queen story hour. So they were having their drag queen story hours and then turning around and telling a conservative who wrote a religious-based children book to go take a hike. It's crazy. So here's the thing. Folks, you want to play it even we got to have an even playing field, all right? So if you want to do your drag, drag queen story hour to the kiddies, well, then Kirk Cameron can come in right after them or right before and read to them about God. No, dude, I thought about it. We should do dykes and tykes. Dykes, dykes and, and tykes. tykes on bikes. Yes. Dykes come in, they take your young boys on a bike ride on their Harleys. Wow, and teach them about how you know, manly things, how to be like a man. starting how a to fire, be a man. chopping wood, building exactly. the structure. Dude, we're going to rotate you through the lesbians. One's got the fishing pole on the Harley. Yes. They're going to teach you how to fish, you know? <laughs> yes, man, I love this. We need the lesbians in our culture to teach the young boys. To step up. You know, how to be All men. these f***ers are going around teaching the young boys <laughs> how to be f***ers. You lesbians need to step up and teach these young boys how to be men. <laughs> Me and you, dude, we grew up around some lesbians, dude. We know. Yeah, I'm looking at these young boys, and I'm like, dude, like these young men, you're a 20-year-old man. You ain't half the man some of the women might, you know. Some of the we lesbians see. we've known. <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> you know? oh, man. It's, it's tough being a lesbian these days and a young man. There's no Lesbians get no it. respect. I, I, I hate to say it. I couldn't agree really more, man. And, and I got to tell you, that's how you know you're really on the path to being a man. The less respect you get. Oh, good call. Yeah. Welcome, lesbians. <laughs> Welcome, lesbians. You are closer to being a white man 
You know, you're, you know, I think they're officially one step part behind of the uh, white his, uh, the, the Hispanics. Look, lesbians and the gay fellas have been officially pretty much, I would declare at this moment, removed from Pride Month. No, no, dude, they no, are because, not. There's nothing dude, with them no, no, in stop. Pride the Month. drag queens are the gay, are, they're gay fellas. No, there's something else there. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not, I'm not putting the gays with the drags. They're a whole different letter in that fucking alphabet soup, man. I'm telling you right now. This, the, are you telling me we gotta add a D? I think we gotta add a D. Yeah. LGBTQIAD? Yeah, plus. Yeah, man. Actually, I like it because it kind of ends it. So now you got a liquidate. Yeah, liquidate. And uh, I'm a big <laughs> fan. And they need to add the D because the, the T is not the D, right? So the the D is and the the G is not the D either, dude. The G we've established this. The gays are the modern family dudes living in suburbia, right. you know, wearing nice clothes and taking their kids to school and band practice. What's the difference between a D and a T? This is the issue, man. I'm telling you. When I was yeah. perusing through, is the, it the surgery? No, man. There's. The T. No, you could be a T with no surgery. No, this is why they gotta break up the band here when it comes to the BLT sandwich community. They really gotta separate some folk out of this group because the T. There's a lot of stuff involved there. A lot of ages, both sides of the gender coin, the non-gender. It's just there's two. There's a lot going on there. The D's, the drag queen fellas. I think they're more acceptable on some level, except for the kitty involvement. <laughs> okay, here's my question. You're at a bar, you see a D, you see a T. What? Well, you, you see... <laughs> you're at a bar, you see two dudes dressed as women. How do you know which one's the D okay, and which here, one's the T? I'm going to tell you right now. The drag queen is the bearded fellow with clown makeup and a giant wig. <laughs> All right? That's the drag queen. The tranny is the chick with the beard. Oh, the tranny's the one who thinks you can't tell? Yeah, the tranny's the one who obviously looks like a chick being a dude, right? You can just no, tell. No, no, I'm talking about two dudes. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, oh, you're saying... All right, so yeah, you, got, saying, you got a... So there's you, two... Yeah, 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 okay, I got okay, you. Okay, 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 I'm saying you got, you got Brian, Mulvaney. you got Kevin. Hold on, hold on, stop, stop. You got Brian, you got Kevin. <laughs> yes. They're best friends, right? Kevin is a man who likes to dress as a woman. He's a drag queen, right? Because he only likes to do it on the weekends. Brian has actually become Brianna, who dresses as a woman every day. Brianna and Kevin are now at a bar. How do I know which which one's which? You, You can tell immediately they're both dudes. I'm telling you right now. That's no, no, yeah, yeah. no, 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 but how do I know which one's the T? Because the D is okay to, to call yeah, him again, a Yeah, again, I'm going to go back T... to it. No, the T goes for the actual I'm looking like this, where the, the D is I'm a cartoonish, hilarious, outrageous character. A parody. Yes. That was, okay. That's why drag shows were acceptable up until the moment they decided, well, we're going to read it to your kids, and if you don't let us, you're a bigot. <laughs> Okay. That's when everything changed. The D's yeah, no, have nothing to do what, with the No, but that's, that's my whole point, though, is now they're taking it so serious. There is no... That's what I'm trying to say. 
Like yep. you're supposed you're, you're like now the now you're telling me that I'm supposed to think you're beautiful as this uh as uh, RuPaul is beautiful. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's cartoonish. Right? It's clown it's clownish. There's a circus like atmosphere with these people and you can tell the difference between the fella trying to be a lady and then the fella putting on the drag. It's one is outrageous, the other one looks a little bit off. I don't think you've been to a bar in Boys Town lately. <laughs> I can't tell who's joking and who's trying to be a woman. These days, nobody's joking anymore. Everyone's just fucking mentally deranged and off their rocker. I think that's really what's going on in our and society. And then some of these women are like... I don't know. Well, we'll leave it at that because we don't want to offend the ladies at, out there. I was at a bar the other day, and all I could say is... Say what you want about the south side of Chicago. They know who they are. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. You go to Town. there's a lot of people with a lot of money who are very confused, who come from very privileged backgrounds, and they're just confused about life and who they are. Well, it's true, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I wish all those people the best. There's no doubt about it, because we're living in scary, crazy times, I must I, admit. Uh... Dude, can I, uh, you want to know who had a great take on this? Who had a great take on the clowns? Uh, well, not necessarily the clowns, but, uh, you know how I got a no-tongue policy? Yes, that is true. But there was a Corolla classic that came out. Of course. And it was, uh, Adam Corolla and Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Oh, yeah. And they kind of talked about, like, our generation. Are you ready for this clip? I've been dying for it. All right, here we go. <laughs> See if I, I can do three for three. Insane. Well, the pharmaceuticals are the, are the biggest threat in my view. I mean, there's, there's no doubt that there's way too much noise, too many distractions, too many of them are intentional distractions. In other words, forms of manipulation. I mean, there are a lot of dark things going on. But putting chemicals into your brain that rearrange your brain chemistry, um, you know, while maybe a good idea in some rare number of cases is insane. And just like macro level, think about it. Let's say, for example, anxiety, which is something that every person feels at one time or another, which is another, a synonym for fear, anxiety. And so the first response of your doctor, your healthcare provider, is to prescribe you something to make it go away, a benzodiazepine, Xanax, or, or some other. Think about what that means. You're feeling anxiety. Why? Because you have a brain chemical imbalance? No. Probably in response to something that in, should inspire fear. In other words, if you said to me, I burned the shit out of my hand on my stove. And I said, I've got just the topical anesthetic that will take the pain away so you can put your hand back onto the stove. You would correctly say, that's insane. My hand hurts because it's a sign from my body telling me to keep my hand off the stove. Anxiety is the same. It is a warning that you are not living in a way that brings you peace. So why don't we just pause for a second and go through how you're living how are your relationships with other people? Are you drinking too much? Do you have a fulfilling job? Are you getting fresh air in nature? How about sunlight? Are you spending your entire life behind a screen? Maybe that's why you're feeling anxious. None of those factors are ever addressed. Those are the core factors. It is a warning sign. If you're having panic attacks, which many people have had, I have had, that is a sign that you need to reassess how you are living. And to medicate it away and not address the cause of it is malpractice. And given what we know now about the side effects of benzos and of all these other SSRIs, all the amphetamines that we hand people, 
in the name of curing attention deficit disorder. All of that, given the downsides of those drugs, in some cases the fatal downsides, it's it's a crime. What would you say? It's actually a crime. And I'm sure you know at this stage people who are addicted to pharmaceuticals, prescribed faithfully by their doctors who never check in to see how the patient is doing. They just keep writing these scripts. Like people should go to jail for that. And I mean it. Yeah. I don't mean to let it go so long, but that was fantastic. Dude, and he's right on the money. And have you heard a better like explanation? Do you know when this came out? That's got to be years ago. 2015. Wow. And that's what scares me the most. Is you had guys like Tucker Carlson who. I mean, they're ridiculed, right? You got fired. And, like, dude, in 2015, eight years ago, he was warning you about what they were doing. Makes you take a pause and reflect on some of the things he was saying right up until when he got fired. He was reflecting on a lot of important topics on his show on Fox. It was pretty shocking. He was getting away with talking about 9-11, Jeffrey Epstein, you know, like... uh, Not even that bullshit, but, like, the effect of what they're doing to our country, like... I really believe the SSRIs, the antidepressants, I think that was the biggest downfall in America, man. It's what caused, no doubt, the mass shootings that we're seeing everywhere. I mean, what he said, I think nobody realizes, you know, when he said that little quib in the in the beginning, when he says uh, anxiety, which is a synonym for fear. fear. Yes, I loved that. That really stood out immediately in my mind. Dude, that's all it is, is you're feeling fear. And then he even explains it. I try. I, I've, I've had this argument with, dude, our brother. You know what I mean? Not just Tony, dude. I have, I, I've, I've had this argument with a lot of guys that I served with. You know, or guys who have served in the military. And it's like, you know, I had it too. Do you know why I had anxiety? You know why I had crippling anxiety in 2015? It wasn't because of something the army did to me and because I left the army in 2010. No, I had crippling anxiety in 2015 because I went from the army and I left the army in 2010. And in the army, you're a, you walk around, you're a fucking hero. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There's, you, you, everybody gives you respect. There's nothing you can do. You're a hero. You're a goddamn soldier. Who's going to fucking tell you anything? You know what I mean? For sure. And then I left the army in 2010. I went to college. Now I'm a fucking, now I'm, now I'm an army veteran who's in college. I'm on top of the world. Hey, right? now. yeah, man. You know what I mean? I even I had a girl. I remember I was in an apartment. We had a dog. Everything was on top of the world. And then what happened? I just, I didn't, I don't know what happened. So I, I realized I didn't like where I was going. I tried to change some shit. Life happens. What is Mike, what is the famous Mike Tyson? Everybody, every man has a plan until he gets punched in the face. That's I right. I got punched in the face. Right? And it's like, so, so twenty come twenty fifteen, I don't have crippling anxiety because I have a chemical imbalance. No, I have a crippling anxiety because I'm li- I went from being a hero to this guy who's just living in a fucking grandma's basement. You know what I mean? And like, 
Well, yeah, that's a lot. The, the, a lot of the depression that people who came back from Vietnam the, and everything had. You know, yes. you're a hero, and then you're just nobody. And in, nobody in understands mind. it the best. Not that you're I think it's, they, one thing they don't tell you is like it's okay for your deployment to be the best time of your life. <laughs> like that's the best time of your life. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, man. It's like it's that anxiety you feel when you go to a like. You go to a party. You know who doesn't hate going to parties? Billionaires. I don't know. I just feel like once you're successful, you're, that anxiety you're feeling is, is your body telling you the truth. And, you know, like, I don't, feel social, as, I don't feel the social anxiety I used to feel because now I'm not a landscaper who's struggling and doesn't really know where he's going in his life. Now I'm a plumber who's just kind of on a career path. And I might not be the richest guy in the room or anything, but at least I'm a guy who's like comfortable with his life choices and his path. And just being comfortable on your path kind of alleviates all that social anxiety that everybody says they feel. And I, and I, and I think, so for me personally, the only way I was able to find that piece was to just kind of stop listening to everybody. Hmm. nobody in my life ever told me to go be a plumber you know what i mean sure. and it was like i just kind of stumbled upon it i found a peace with it i found a career i found a life and now i don't need to be the most success the most the richest most successful guy in the room you it, know does that make sense well what strikes me and what i've noticed is the trend over the last several decades we've had a rise in anxiety and a complete devastating decline in people who practice religion or believe in God. And it seems yeah. like the issue is, back in the older days, people who were maybe lost, felt like they were alone on their path, kind of would resort to, you know, the good book. Finding some passages, oh, uh, you know, you know, talking you know, to God. You know I, I just feel like that I'm, I'm serious about this. We have a serious lack of religion and and just uh, spirituality in our culture. Uh, <clears throat> you don't have to be Christian or anything, oh, okay, but, but can I, can I'm I telling you, you there's something I, going on there. People are lost and they're alone, and they're not linking to yeah. some spiritual things and family. Uh, there's just a huge gap in void here. Huge. Well, family and um, there's a huge gap there, I'm telling you, and there's a very easy connection, in my opinion. With the the decline in religion and the rise in uh, use of pharmaceuticals and depression and anxiety and shootings and our culture has lost its way. We've lost a footing in moral ground. Okay, but one thing I think we got to deal with is no matter what you do, from here on out. Actually, probably from like 1990 and out, it's been almost impossible to con to convince a majority of the youth that there's an Almighty. He created, G you know, Jesus was His Son. You know what I mean? You can see it in like the numbers in church. You know, it's like the religion thing is dying, and I think what we need to look at is what was it about the religious the religions that that made it so prosperous and maybe we could take from that and if we could just apply that maybe then we could lose the stories right 
And I think one of the greatest lessons that everybody took from religion without even knowing it was like, you always look back at the old days where like you just had guys and the women, their, their whole mentality was to just keep going. Keep If you just keep going, God will reward you. You know what I mean? Yes, and I think it's more like maybe also... it's not. I think I think maybe maybe we need to learn. We need to teach more that like, okay, you're not gonna believe if I just tell you keep going, God will reward you. You're not gonna believe that, right? It's and... not about that. What my point being with the re- loss of religion and with the loss of religion and church, there's a loss of community. There is a loss of yeah. grounding within your society. If you have no communal outreach or connection, you are purposeless. And you are correct on, on what you are saying, and I agree. I, I feel like the lessons and the stories that we're missing out culturally now are the, you know, love thy neighbor and be truthful and, and you know, uh, be honest and uh, See, respect your life. I disagree. I disagree. And- I- I think the number one thing religion gave the people, because it, it, it was always, it's not just America 200 years ago. It was always multiple religions, you know. I would, think all, I'm not together. saying, Chris, I think all religions. No, no, and that's why I, I think, I think the one thing religion gave, gave people was that ability to just keep going. And really, the, like life and the universe, they just reward uh, perspiration. It's, you know what I mean? It just seems keep going, like people keep going. No matter what God throws at <laughs> you, yes, you keep I agree. Going. He will reward you. And really, that's just that's just a great life lesson. It's not God or religion. It's just the universe. That's what I'm trying to say, though. Going. By the loss of religion, you could just see it in the numbers. I'm not. I'm not saying go by the book verbatim. I'm just saying in general, what it seems like is go walk through a pride parade. Not a f- lot of. Fun religion going on there man and oh, yeah. we're wondering now we're looking at pride parade and we're wondering when did we become socially when did it become socially acceptable for this grown hairy man who's basically naked to shake his genitals in front of this five-year-old girl's face oh, that's Why, so that's the worst okay thing I've ever well seen i have an idea because it seems like nobody believes in the morals that were taught in religious doctrines all of them they all have a basis in the idea of just fundamental normality just just basic rules and structures to human society that have existed for so long up until the last fucking five seconds and now all of those morals are out the door i don't care about jesus or moses or the specific numbers or the goddamn stories or anything all i'm telling you is and here's my fucking point which I'm obsessed over lately, is that we here in Denver, it's a godless fucking society, man. And this place is a shithole. And it sucks. And people are miserable. And you know what? We got every inclusivity fucking bill yeah. you could dream of. And you could come here from Texas and have an abortion and kill your baby up to nine months. We're all for it, man. You want to bury your grandpa in the in the uh, backyard and have him be mulch? We're into it, man. Like, we... Th- this place seems so godless and heinous. And then I look at other places around the country where they're you know, Bible Belt towns. And, you know, these are wholesome families, people who have just not a lot of high crime. Yeah, it does make you think. It makes you think, where would you want to raise your kids? I'm just starting to see a trend. And it seems like the places that are big on atheism aren't the really safest and nicest communities to be in. 
For sure. And so maybe culturally, we just took a hard swing in the wrong direction. And I'm not a big religious guy. I'm just noting something that I have noticed, you know? And it, it, it's pretty obvious, man. We, our, our culture, our politics, everything, we're, we're godless. And you know what? That also explains why we reject Americanism and patriotism so much, because true patriotism and what America was founded on was God. One nation. And it is, it, it is fully rejected by these, the, the woke nation, if you will. And uh, they are hell-bent on converting us to their society, and that kind of leads me into, I, I've been dying to play this, Mike, dead fish. In climate news, tens of thousands of dead fish have washed ashore. Oh, did she drink all the water? Jesus. Along the Texas Gulf Coast. No wonder they're dead. They were starved of oxygen due to abnormally warm ocean temperatures. In 2019, the U.N. warned the climate crisis will increasingly lead to massive die-offs of marine life as warm water holds far less oxygen than colder water. This comes as more than 430 wildfires continue to burn across Canada, with thousands of people in Alberta, British Columbia, and Quebec still under evacuation orders. Quebec's Minister of Public Security said the blazes will likely last all summer, with more air quality alerts likely across the northern U.S. and Canada. Last Wednesday, as thick, dark smoke from Canada's fires blanketed New York City, over 300 people were seen at hospitals due to symptoms of asthma. Near Are you ready for it? I would I never wait. let I you down. Wait. I can't Double. Wait. City. Over 300 people were seen at hospitals due to symptoms of asthma, nearly double the number seen the day before the smoke arrived. The highest rate of emergencies were reported in predominantly low-income Black and Latinx neighborhoods. Yes! yes! <laughs> Latinx, man! Yes! Amy Goodman never lets me down, baby. You're doing a whole how, thing about the Canadian did, smoke, and it's all about black people and Latin X. Yes. I just don't know how the smoke knew who was Latin X. That's right. Just like COVID only targeted conservatives, uh, the smoke from the Canadian <laughs> wildfires specifically targets blacks and Latin X community Latin members X. in the Eastern Seaboard. This is uh, news, so incredible. Good news if you're a Latino. Doesn't seem to know who you are. <laughs> well, if you're Latino, you clearly vote Republican, so it just skips right over you. I guess yeah, I don't know how this works. Yeah. This is so funny. Come on, man. Come on. We man. went from dead fish in Texas to the Canadian wildfires, which, if anyone has seen the footage, the satellite imagery of these suckers starting up, they all ignite at the exact at the same, same time. time. Yeah. This isn't climate change. This is a Which can only mean one thing. Aliens. <laughs> yes, it's the alien invasion, man. <laughs> was... They started the fires, and then they went to Las Vegas. They, took, to they did a stop over in Las Vegas to catch the end of Britney <laughs> Spears' run. <laughs> right? Or Katy Oops. Perry. <laughs> they did it again. <laughs> That's right. It's crazy seeing those fires start up on that imagery. I mean, that's you really can't deny that that was a <laughs> premeditated, like nose. purposefully started event. So it, the smoke in New York, very bizarre scenario. There were some pictures floating around where it was like crystal clear in Ottawa where they said the smoke was coming from, and then New York was just covered in that orange haze. No, that's what I mean. <laughs> Dude, they literally like... 
lit fires on the border, set up giant fans to blow it towards yes. New York, and then they're like, you think this is going to look suspicious? <laughs> <laughs> what if we paint the smoke orange? <laughs> oh, man, they are uh, creating the weather. Dude, here in Denver, 30 degrees below average for three days in a row, the exact same temperature, uh, 58 degrees all day f- except for one hour break where we go up to 62 and then it goes back down to the 50s. The most insane I, I, I have ever seen. Um, the clouds broke for an hour today and then I saw the chemtrailing planes do an X in front of the sun. <laughs> I'm not making it up. I tweeted the picture. I was on a run. I went for a run and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> They literally made an X, like the X-Men, in front of the fucking sun. I don't think they planned on the clouds breaking, and they had to cover it up. You just saw them unfoil a uh, aluminum uh, tarp? Man, I'm telling you, I witnessed it. I took a picture of it. it this, the picture is pretty bizarre and creepy. The spraying over the top the, this past few days, and they just uh, they coated us, man. The, the rain... I had a clip, we're probably out of time for it, but uh, we had uh, five inches of rain in two days. We normally get 0.3 inches of rain in the month of June. Uh, uh, dude, if this, if this Trump news keeps up, we're going to have to do a fucking missed clips episode. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna, I have quite a bit here, and I'm. I think tell- Thursday we should just do a miss, missed clip. <laughs> There's so many I can't wait to get into. The killer, killer whales is killing me. I gotta tell you. Which, hilariously, still a phenomenon that is going on in baffling experts. Yeah, they have killer whales attacking boats in the ocean.